0: Just sweating your asses off. I tune in and you guys are like, "Oh man." <laughs>
2: You're listening to Sapnin Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! You're listening to episode 84 of Sapnin Podcast with myself, Sean Smith, and my good friend and rapper, even though he hasn't released anything just yet, Morgan Richards, also known as Mo Dick. Yes, it's me,
3: Morgan Richards. And in this episode, we're going to <gasps> learn to appreciate the finer things from a band who've been around the world and back.
2: Yep, I'm ignoring that you've punned these song titles. Uh, yeah, this week we had the awesome Derek and Tyler from State Champs. Yes! We had a great time with the boys. It was super, super good to see them again. The last time we saw them was for like 10, 15 minutes in download. And um, we kind of hit it off there. And yeah, it was funny, the download one. Go back and listen if you haven't already checked it out. It's from download last year. Obviously, there was no download this year. Boo! Sorry. Sorry for reminding you. Um, But yeah, they were they were excited to chat to us as well, which was quite nice to see.
3: Yeah. And of course, being one of the key figures in this generation's pop punk scene, they are actually celebrating their 10th year anniversary as a band. And we're going to be continuing the festivities with Derek and Tyler as they look back on all their incredible achievements to even their first practice and their journey to becoming the international party band that they are today.
2: Yes, cracking conversation. Um just before we get into it, if you've got any suggestions for guests, any ideas, any topics you'd like us to talk about with guests, even on our own, if you're interested in our opinions, and I don't see why you would be, check out twitter.com forward slash and instagram.com forward slash Um or basically at SAWP Give us a follow. Give us a like. Share where possible. Please tag us in stuff. And uh, yeah, awesome. You've changed it up
3: a bit, Sean. Sure, I'm taken back by surprise there, but yes. Take, uh, take,
2: taken back by surprise? This sounds like a new band.
3: Yeah, it's my uh, Take Back Sunday cover band uh, starting very soon. Um, so at Sapnin, pardon, Twitter and Instagram to keep updated with all of that. It's never going to happen. Um, but if you're checking things out as well, why not head over to our wonderful Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Sapnin, where we have built a wonderful community full of lovely human beings, and we would love you to be another one of those incredible members.
2: Yes, please only apply if you are a lovely human. Um, no bastards allowed. No. I am the only bastard, so I am king bastard of the group. Yeah, so um, they can't have any
3: more. So that's no bastards, no dicks, no uh, see you next Tuesdays, and no... Oh, Whoa! Um, is there, Whoa, mug? And whoa, whoa, that's not like you. I that's just not don't like I really you. don't like Tuesdays. What what did I say? <laughs> Mondays no, are all right no, for no, me no because like I wake up and I'm quite like proactive on a Mondays, Tuesdays are lag. But yes, patreon.com forward slash There's loads of different tiers you could choose from with his goodies and we're putting loads of bonus content very soon on the Patreon wall as well. So you get even more of these random rambles, shenanigans talks between me and Sean. That's that's the perfect thing they want, isn't it?
2: I don't know, I doubt it. But also, if you hate everything he's just said, we also do the complete opposite of everything he says (laughs) on our Patreon as well. So, hey, might be for you. Check it out, patreon.com forward slash Sapman.
3: It's definitely the place for you. Um, And this week as well has been quite interesting, Sean, in the world of music, because there's been a new Let The Music Play movement that's uh, got a lot of people's attention and it even caused you to post on your own
2: Instagram page. Yes, crazy, innit? What a what a time we're living in. Um, yeah, basically, um, basically the British government has put aside funds for all other sectors of our economy except um, live music. So we are possibly going to lose so many amazing venues, from small to big. Yeah, they need to get involved and they need to do something now. So uh, yes, yesterday, Thursday, uh, let the music play hashtag started where bands were posting the performances of their last shows before lockdown. So if you'd like to get involved and potentially help the UK music scene get back on its feet somehow, um, please hashtag let the music play. Also, that's going to be a word of the week as well, hashtag let the music play.
3: That should be. Definitely. Yeah. So there you go. We've had it in advance. But yeah, as Sean said, it's been really lovely to see people posted about it. It's such a that live music scene is something that is very valuable to me and Sean over the years. Is You know, we wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for it. And yeah, so hopefully all of this spreads the word a little bit more, reaches everyone in different countries and governments. And uh, we can all get back to going to shows when it's safe to do so.
2: Yeah, sort they of fucking out, Boris, you
3: twat Yes, exactly, exactly But, on good news, State Champs One of the yes. biggest bands in their scene Are our guest this week on Sapling Podcast It's a, such an exciting time They have a new acoustic EP titled Unplugged That is going to be available now on August the 14th So we're going to get into all of that Have a lovely catch-up with them since our last chat at Download 2019 And there's some surprises, including Chicken Nuggets, that get mentioned not gonna mention anything more about that, but get ready for some state champs and chicken nugget
2: goodness. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Tidy. SUPNE! something. Fucking chicken nugget. Oh,
0: do- <sighs> okay, I
1: have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit ImpressBeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies.
2: What's happening?
3: What's happening? What's boys? <laughs> We're
1: back. Yes! Yes!
2: Yes! This week's guest... Oh, I can't get over how Well, I went. The last... <laughs> f- <laughs> that's amazing. The last five of these, we've literally had other people going, Oh,
0: oh what? <laughs> uh, yeah. no, we've got this down now. We remember.
2: <laughs> yes. Also, this week's guests are Derek and Tyler from yes. the Awesome yes. State Champs. Thank you so much, guys, yo, for doing yo, yo. this.
0: Hey, it's good to be back.
1: Yeah, dude. I mean I, I gotta be honest, like when we saw that, that that you two wanted to do an interview again we were like,
2: Oh, those two dudes are insane. We're like, like We yeah, remember them. <laughs> them, let's do that one because we're very
0: particular. Yeah. We say no to everything. We were like, No, those guys are cool. <laughs> oh, oh, thank
2: you very much. That is lovely. That is lovely because being
0: particularly funny. <laughs> oh oh well. well. Oh no well. pressure now then
2: for this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, sorry, so sorry. turn yeah. it on. <laughs> um, yeah, how are you guys? Um, how's lockdown treating you? um it's not too bad
0: honestly like we we needed some time to like kind of just chill out and settle down but i think now it's starting to kind of get to us we need to get back out and do Mm -hmm. something again
1: yeah i i I definitely enjoyed being home uh i got to spend some time with the family you know i started a garden Mm -hmm. growing things for the first time in my life yeah shit's tight but you know uh i definitely miss like being in a band and, and feeling like I'm in mm. a band, you know, like things to do related to our career <laughs> you know, it's like, without that. I'm like, Oh, okay.
2: Fair enough. What do you, um, what are you growing? Yeah. Tell us more. Huh? Oh man.
1: The, the cucumber plants are going crazy right now. <laughs> like we can't even keep them. We got, we got to build this thing so they can climb up it. So I'm gonna have mad cucumbers and jalapenos and tomatoes. Those are the three biggest ones
0: well i well i got i'm growing peach trees on my animal crossing island ah
3: oh, um, uh, well there you go It's something.
2: yeah yeah i was just about to say you you can move into like some sort of state champs like vegetable growing uh, business <laughs> yeah i'm like selling my cucumbers on etsy or something <laughs> oh state cucumbers no there's something i'll get one by the end of this we'll have something for that you can do
0: better than that
2: man <laughs>
3: yeah you you could bring fresh fruit to every gig as merch but i mean
0: traveling that around and hey man we'll take anything for some traveling (laughs) serotonin at this point (laughs) (laughs) that's true but
3: I think to start, we've got to say a massive congratulations because you, recently you've just been celebrating 10 years of State Champs.
0: Yeah. Massive
3: anniversary party online and everything. How was reaching that milestone being for you guys
0: and just kind of looking back at a decade uh, of this band? Yeah, it's crazy. Everybody keeps asking, like, does it feel like 10 years? And mm. it does, but it doesn't. Like, you know, I guess it kind of flew by in ways, but in other ways we think about it when we just did that online, like variety show, we went through everything. We like reminisced on all of our old tour flyers and we had guests and friends and basically like talked about everything we've been through in our career and looking through it. We're like, Holy shit, we've done a lot of shit. So, uh, it's, it's cool milestone and I didn't think that it would have gone this far. I don't know if you, same for you Ty or not.
1: No, dude. I I mean, they say time flies when you're having fun. And I think that's how we know we, we, we were, and still are having fun. Cause 10 years went by in a flash. And I, de- I definitely like have trouble, like thinking about the earlier stuff and being like, that was like the same band. Cause we've, we've gone through such a metamorphosis till now, but like, I guess, like it, it is nice to remind yourself, like, this is what you went through. This, these are the things that you've done and like, you've earned your spot to be here. So I think doing that, that variety show for, for me at least was,
0: was good in a way it was a proud feeling for sure we had a good time yeah
2: yeah what moments looking back stood out for you or, or were you you not not as wary of like the first time round I think it
0: was how many times we've been like around the world and stuff because we kept going through like oh here we did another world tour we went back to japan here and we went back to australia here and we're like how many times we've been everywhere now it's like it seems why and we couldn't we're mixing up like was it this time we're over here in this random country or this time um and we never thought that we would get to these places in the first place so we're talking about like maybe in 2013, we we're like, oh, that was our first time to the UK. And we're, we remember how exciting it was and how scared we were to fly across overseas and whatnot. And then thinking about doing it for the seventh or eighth time, maybe a couple of years back, how we were just like, oh my God, we got to do this again, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like... The,
1: the entire like perspective shift on it is crazy. Yeah.
0: But I mean, we find ways to make it exciting more and more exciting each time, whether it's with new music or with other bands that we're excited to tour with. And there's more bucket lists and more goals that we want to achieve moving forward that it keeps us motivated. So there's all those things there that I guess lead up to why it's been 10 years and how we can only imagine what would happen if we make it another 10 years being in a <laughs> band, but we'd be way too old to be in a pop punk band then. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well
3: saying that i mean you still got blink and everyone doing it so why That's not true That is why not
1: that is true yeah they're also like absolute gods of the genre <laughs> you know
0: <laughs> like yeah they were in the heyday in like the early 2000s you know you can set yourself up to be in a band like that for like 20 years 20 plus years um i guess you think about whether like a band like us can like stick and kind of bring a new generation to the radio and pop culture and stuff in this day and age. And, and, uh, nobody knows, you never know what can happen. So. Yeah, that's true. But on that
3: level as well, it must be surreal. When having time like this to actually look back at all those amazing achievements and just little things you've been able to do over that time. I mean, is there a, is there anything else that really st- sticks out and that you just can't believe that Oh, it's been 10 years since the first time you guys practiced together or like just little memories of, of things you never thought you'd get to do?
1: that's what I was going to say. Like, I feel like it wasn't like, obviously there's like, the big achievements. Mm. There's like the sold out tour with neck deep or there's this or there's that. But a lot of it, I think, I think what really felt nice and warm and like fuzzy about it all was like these little moments we had together, whether it was like, you know, like sharing the same experience in Jakarta for the first time, or like the first time I saw a British pound, you know, like whatever mm. it is, first time being annoyed that like, in Canada, they have one and $2 coins and not bills, (laughs) you know, just things like that. It's like that. I don't think I've realized how much that has made an impact on, on my, just myself in general, like being well-traveled and, and experiencing all different types of, of life and culture. Like I was just like thinking about like, Oh, us going out in a foreign city. Like, that's crazy to me. Like most people don't like, Go out in Prague. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's just like yeah. It, it, it for me, it was a little moments, and it was a lot of like the inside kind of like the shit that we talk about together, but never really tell anyone else. Like we definitely had a lot of stuff edited out of that.
0: Yeah, that. <laughs> I wanted to touch on the because <laughs> uh, like, you were just talking about like. The fir- Do you remember the first time you practiced together and stuff? And thinking about that now, thinking back on it, like we used to look so forward to the one day a week that we would practice together, like just in our little practice space that we had rented out um, when we all lived near each other and we could practice all the time. But for the past like four or five years now, we haven't had a single band practice since then because we've been touring <laughs> so much that our first day of tour had turned into band practice. Uh, so, And everyone in the band now lives in different parts of the U.S., so we're rarely ever together off-tour. And with how much we tour now, I think we kind of value that off-time away from each other because of how much time we spent living together on a little bus. So it's just those uh, different perspectives, I guess, of how we look forward to things in the band now. But it's also ways that keep us sane, too, you know? Mm.
2: Nice. Was there a moment, looking back, when you, when you kind of realized... You were like, oh, well, that's the moment we became state champs, as in the touring big, big act. Then, like, was it was there a moment where you were like, ah, oh, there we are. There's that's the bit we can see where we became the touring band. Then after.
0: I would say maybe when we started doing our own headline tours overseas, like in the UK or like, I mean, we talk about one of our biggest achievements, biggest shows we've ever done as a headliner, as a state champ show was, was at the roundhouse a few, a couple of years back when we did London. Nice. It was our yeah. biggest headline show we've ever done. And we talked about it on a variety show too. We weren't really prepared to be bigger in the UK than we were in the U S and it still seems very weird and odd to us, but like we love that because now we get to go there even more. Um,
1: yeah, I don't know, like definitely the headline stuff because kind of like what Derek just said on the last question, you know, we we constantly reset goals and and we recenter and refocus. So it's like we would go do a headline tour. Like I remember the one with Knuckle Puck in Rome? Like we we did like some pretty cool stuff. I think that was the one where we did uh like that venue in Kingston, uh like Hippodrome maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that place was crazy. It was like a big ass nightclub. Mm, yeah. And like we did the business there and there was like almost a thousand people there. And like the week before we were in London and we had a thousand people there. And it's like, that was really awesome. At that time, I was like, we're the fucking shit, man. It's awesome. <laughs> but, I was, but then, but then we're always like, how can we do it better?
0: There was scales to it. Cause uh, we've done so many different sized venues and built up the ladder going from like, remember the first headline show we ever did in the UK it was in London that the little hotel, what was it called? the old blue last old blue last like we did a tiny tiny show there it's like our first headline show and then building up going from like that hippodrome place to like form kennish town you know and then kind of like setting those other goals and filling up new rooms it's exciting you know and it's still exciting
1: i never really like felt like like the man though like like i always used to get really nervous about headline stuff like 2015 2016 i was like constantly checking tickets and just obsessing and going crazy but i think the the time that we sold out the forum, I was like, all right, like I can put faith in the touring business. I don't have to be so neurotic. Like we we do the business. Like, we I'm are the shit now. touring band. <laughs> yeah. Like I like maybe I could enjoy this instead of like freaking out about this all
0: the time and i guess maybe nice. that's where like ego comes into play but w- a well balanced you know yeah.
1: <laughs> oh i mean it goes without saying you don't become successful in this without a little bit of ego Like our band name
0: is state champs man <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I definitely think we're we're humble to a degree but you you can't get ahead in any business without at least believing in yourself yeah. healthy yeah. ego is
3: healthy yeah, yeah. oh exactly yeah
2: no, I was thinking about that earlier, funnily enough. I was thinking about how, like, two of the projects I've done, like this podcast now and before this, um, a band I was in. I was thinking to myself oh, earlier, yeah, there were two things that I, I... When I started them, I didn't care what other people thought. I just was like, oh, I'll just start these and see what happens. And then, you know, luckily for me, both of them did surprisingly well. <laughs> um, yeah, and here we are. So, yeah, it's just... it's It's crazy, just years later for everything to have just moved and no, yeah, it's not like sort of, I don't know what I'm trying to say now.
0: No, I'm, I am get what you mean where it's like sometimes you don't take it too seriously and there's a, yeah. there's there. And that's kind of what makes it special. Like when it's a little more organic and stress-free and then obviously you start to think about it more when there's success and there's a little mm, bit more yeah. like right. uh, pressure and people are expectations, I guess, but uh, it's how you manage those and kind of keep your head level with like thinking about how you felt about it when I first started, right? Like, oh, we need to just have fun and like, do what we do. This is our shit, you know? And, and everything else will come from there. If you start thinking about it, getting in your head too much, you're fucked, you know? <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Good thinking. Yeah. I never looked at it like that. Yeah.
1: It's, it's just taken a lot for us to get to that point. I think like definitely felt pressure on the second record and the third record, but this time around, speaking for myself, I feel like, I finally had the confidence just to make the shit we want to make. And we used to work with, with people that people wanted us to work with. Now we work with the people we want to work with. You know, it's not suggestions coming from all sides. It's suggestions coming from us. Because I think we finally realized after 10 years, like, we know what's best for us. And we always will.
2: Hell yeah, Ty. Speaking of, uh, yeah, working with people, um, how did the Simple Plan and We the Kings collaboration come about? Yeah.
0: Simple Plan just approached us. We thought we were done touring at the end of last year. We wanted to go home and chill out. (laughs) um, And we got hit up by them. I've loved Simple Plan for so long. They were one of my favorite bands in like middle Mm. school. Um, They asked, do you want to go on tour? And then we want to do this whole collaboration, get in the room and write a song together, record it, maybe perform it on the tour. We're like, Hell yeah, let's do it. So, I mean, uh, I flew out to LA and uh, we spent three days in the studio one day wrote writing the song and the next two days recording the song. And we had like no ideas really. The only thing that uh, Pierre, their singer, had, he was like, I've got this one thing that keeps saying like, this is where I belong, G-g-g-g-g- should be fast and moshy. But like it didn't really turn out as like heavy as we wanted it to be because, I mean, it's simple plan and state champs <laughs> creating a song. Um, but it was a really cool experience, you know, working with uh, – you know, a band that I was influenced by for so long. And, uh, they were really, really cool and helpful throughout it too. I learned a lot from them. And then, uh, we went out on the road and we're performing it. We filmed a music video throughout the whole tour that came out really cool. Um, and the tour was a blast and we had such a good time. We the Kings being a part of it too is another like kind of pioneer of, uh, of the warp tour age and stuff too. It was a really cool time.
2: Yeah. We were talking before and we were saying this, it's kind of like, it's almost like three generations of like, it is. Of like yeah. the, the pop Punk. Yeah. Yeah. Simple Plan. Then we the Kings and yeah. Then yeah, you we're guys. like the it's grandchildren
0: like a... of that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's just, it's just really special
1: to be like a part of their history, you know, like like Derek said, heavily influenced by them growing up, one of my favorite bands. And you know, we have a fucking song together on Spotify. <laughs> like that that's is some shit yeah. that I never, ever thought would happen, and it's something that'll never go away. And that's really cool.
0: And that generational thing like went into play, like behind the scenes on the tour, like, you know. They would call us like, you know, preteens and we would just call them old ass (laughs) men, (laughs) you know, like there was jokes flying around all the time. But uh, it's funny how motivated and uh, hardworking a band like that is knowing how long they've done it. Simple Plan still like grinds it out and like loves what they do every second of it. All of like engaging with the fans and their online presence and their VIP stuff and how grateful they are to still be doing it and being Simple Plan. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, dude. They're they're honestly like like you. I mean, you could expect anything touring with like a legend, right? And like they're like one bus band, like tight knit crew, treat everyone really good. Like I don't know, it's just it's it's just nice and refreshing because sometimes you run into to issues with that mm. with other like bigger artists.
3: Yeah, and I feel like not a lot of bands really have that like a massive collaboration feel anymore. It's really cool to see on the listener's point of view that, you know, free bands that might've influenced someone growing up in different stages of their life
0: can all come together and create this thing and all have a good time. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, we're open to that. We've always been like open to collaborating with anybody, but when someone like that, who's like, you know, someone we look up to comes in at it, it was a very easy, like, all right, yeah, we'll go on tour again. We'll, we'll make a song with you guys. Let's go. Let's do it.
2: Yeah. I I suppose it's, it's quite nice as well to see a, big band like simple plan who who have been doing it for years not have an ego to be like well no we're not going to collaborate with any of these young bastards <laughs> coming in trying to take yeah. our spot
0: and especially they asked us to co-headline the tour like we were both the headliners of the, I mean they would play last which is like, uh, of course, you're gonna play last. But I mean, we were both top billing, and like, it was a co-headline tour, which like we were thrown off by too. We we're like, oh, like
1: yeah, like selling signed posters with both of our signatures on it, like sharing the same lights. We're like, whoa, geez, fucking we're like, you <laughs> see, this is what
2: This is
0: like a thing that's supposed to happen. <laughs> it's like you know, you guys were like my like seventh grade alarm clock in my my portable <laughs> CD <player>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
2: it's uh, crazy. Have you got to meet them? Um, have you got to meet many of your other heroes and have they all been nice like mine have when I've met them?
0: Um I mean all a lot of bands that we've toured with I was like You find out how genuine and normal they are, like when maybe your expectations are like your platform that you put them on as a kid. Yeah. Um, whether it's
1: This dude's so cool. Like I'm gonna have so much fun with him on the tour and he like talks to you twice and you're like, I mean, I get it, he's got stuff to do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But then but then you think the same way about people, you know, whether it's um Alex Gasgarth or Mark Hoppus or something like that. And then you meet them and you realize how like normal, like punk rock dudes they are and they just want to hang out and be normal and like shed, uh, you know, have, have, have a good time with you. And like, you you learn from that about like, man, how can I want to keep that same level head and be as excited about doing this when I get to that point as well, you know? Um, so I would say looking up to that when we first started, someone like Alex Gascarth, for example, is just like a very cool, level-headed person who's down to have a good time and make good music and play good music, you know?
2: Yeah. It seems to be the major- the majority of the bigger bands who have been touring, ju- they just know what it's like. So I, th- I think that after a while, some of them, even though they might have been decades early on, they kind of grow to to, to be accepting and to be to be nicer because i i met pharrell once and he literally changed my aspect um and my opinion on how to treat people
0: i feel like he's kind of like i feel he's kind of like super chill but still like showtime all the time like i don't know is that or or how was he
2: yeah yeah he was
0: he, he was nice um does he have a smooth, buttery talking voice?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and face and complexion. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, look, basically, uh, yeah, my, my old band, we played a Project Revolution show with Linkin Park, him, NERD, and the used. And I watched NERD, always been a big fan of NERD, watched them play um, from like the security barrier at the front. Yeah. And then ended up going on stage and dancing with them or whatever when uh Pharrell sent his security guard. He sent the uh, the biggest security guard I've ever seen in my life down to the front of the stage and his voice was, "Hey, do you guys want to get on stage with Pharrell? <laughs> and I was like coming that from the big guy. That, yeah, didn't come out of a giant man did it. And um yeah, so I watched the show. They were unbelievable. One of the best party bands I've ever seen in my life. Um, so we were in a dressing rooms and Pharrell walked past and I was just like, you know, your standard, oh, good show, good show. And he stopped in his tracks and he went, what? What, really? Like, what, you really enjoyed that? And I was like, yeah, yeah, that was, that was awesome. And he was like, oh, I didn't think you'd, oh, I didn't think anybody like into rock would. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, a different genre. I didn't think that you'd like it. And he ended up being so, so nice that it made it made me become a nicer person because i was like he had yeah he, he could have just i could have said good show and if he told me to fuck off to my face i would have gone yeah fair enough yeah, like, all her. right word
0: yeah no see that's cool um especially because he you know took the time and like actually was surprised by something like that and he doesn't have to give a fuck like
2: <laughs> at all um, yeah not at that's all that's cool that's um, that stuff that brings yeah, back down to ground zero about that you know yeah, yeah, completely. Because yeah, before that, I think I was getting a little bit big-headed, and then uh, yeah, I met Pharrell, and I was like, well, if he's absolutely delightful, why am I a not? I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah, I feel like like you get impacted by someone like Pharrell, and then you pass it down to someone.
1: I feel like it's this beautiful, like like you may have been a dickhead at one point, but then you're humbled by someone that you respect. And then you come back down to earth and then you pass that along. Mm -hmm. Cause I mean, I definitely used to be a dickhead and I think I've been humbled a lot in my life. (laughs) And I think I'm much nicer now than I was before yeah. to other people, of
0: course. And I don't think I ever put myself on a level to where anything I say or tell maybe a younger band would actually affect them or that they would ever care until I guess a little bit more recently when we get to start to take out these newer, younger, exciting bands that we're excited about, that we genuinely like to listen to and watch, you know? And then we we like end up getting to making new friendship with the with these dudes and, uh, and realizing that this may be... In the slightest bit impacting their knowledge of like being on the road and being in a band and stuff, and that starts to make you feel mm-hmm. even better about it too, and at least, and humbles you a little bit more. So trying yeah, there's to take that like in. one like. Well, I think about one thing that that sticks out in your mind, like the way we were greeted to,
1: on on the All Time Low tour in 2015. Mm-hmm. Bottle the champagne in the dressing room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now that <laughs> tiny act has stood out to us since then. Yeah, and we we aim to do that with other bands now. It's like, hey, welcome to the tour. Like, we're gonna have fun together, instead of like other tours you go on when you don't even talk to you the, don't the even bands meet the, the headliner. Weeks.
0: Maybe the yeah. whole tour or at one time. You know,
1: there's just th- there's subtle things that that we have t- taken from other groups that have have made us feel more welcome and stuff like that. So yeah, I think it's just as beautiful little cycle circle Mm -hmm. of
0: life in the
3: scene (laughs) (laughs) with that though is there is there any kind of like of those like little traditions and stuff that you've seen from these other bands now that you would kind of give as advice to like younger bands coming up or really how they should treat
0: tours or, or look to really present themselves I mean, there's a lot of unwritten laws, I guess, in touring, but that's a little more stricter. Like, I don't like to think mm-hmm. about, like, the rules of it. I think about more of the fun stuff, you know? Like, All Time all time Low used to have an alarm that would go off backstage that means everyone report to the flip cup room, and we're playing flip cup, <laughs> you know? Like, and that's stuff that I want to, like, steal from them, but that's their yeah. thing, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, but we, you pick up from those things where it's like, all right, everybody, we're going out, like, to all the bands, or whatever, like, little fun things, or playing little games. We do... uh we do a tour superlative awards after every headline tour that we do. We give every single band member and crew member an award. And may, it's mainly just making fun of them, like most likely to whatever. <laughs> and, and we don't like to ever make them public and tell people their awards. Okay. But it's our little gist that we do every tour where we give out tour awards to every single person. And, and it gives everyone on the tour, whether it's a band, a band member, crew member, a little a a bit of a platform and like you know a a purpose if you will (laughs) yeah
1: it's like it's like the only time on the tour it's usually on the last day too that every single person is in the same room because everyone's always working uh and we also usually assign like whatever band we're closest with like the duty to roast us yeah. you get the opportunity to come for, for, for the headliner you know
0: like whatever <laughs> like and some bands are scared and they don't go that hard they make it a little more, uh, more an actual award but then we've had some bands that really come for our throats <laughs> like oh yeah <laughs> like oh, oh. we really had that built up in you but that that brings us closer ultimately at the end of the tour you know it, it, that's what yeah. creates those memories creates those friendships and stuff that when we go and see them again whether it be a year or two, later we talk about it we're like remember when you, you you got us on that tour man you you roasted us um that's what we like to do
2: is there any that stick in your mind of a uh, terrible roasts you've had or anything that was said to you that you were like oh that was too deep and we'll never do it again, again? <laughs> uh
0: i don't know i we've we've made a pact that we weren't gonna ever share them so, okay,
1: okay. I, I definitely got okay. one that, that i don't that i don't mind sharing okay, it, okay. it wasn't it wasn't too horrible but. Like, I think I, it was when we were in Europe with stand Atlantic and they, they wrote ours. Uh-huh and I had just started dating my girlfriend so we were spending a lot of time on the phone and stuff like that and they gave, they gave me the we get it you have a girlfriend award
0: Okay, oh. <laughs> See, that's a perfect example of of like that those are the types of awards you get nice.
1: so I took it and I said I do
0: and <laughs> I do have that a girlfriend, girlfriend. It. I love her I'm gonna go call her now
1: you just take it on the chin and you walk away but yeah uh, I think you were asking before this like do, like any like advice for younger bands going into tours and like the one thing I wish that I let us do more of, uh, i used to be very like i used to be our like tour manager and i used to be like like derek had to like tell me to stop doing it he's <laughs> like you're not being my friend right now you're you're being yeah, you're i was being losing my friend tie, and he was more of my boss or my babysitter <laughs> uh, and that was not working right anymore. just so one thing i i definitely would would tell my younger self would be like let the band hang out more like it's okay if you're going to miss out on like an hour or two of sleep or whatever it is, but like hang out with people. Don't be like the band that, cause we've talked with a couple of bands that are like, Oh, we got to leave to long drive. And they're like, so anxious to like go. And then they just miss out on so much. Like this industry is built on who, you know, so just stay around and just network and be cool. And don't, don't fucking suck. Just don't be lame.
3: <laughs> that's, that's good advice. Generally, I suppose. Yeah. So, But really, speaking about the evolution of State Champs and everything as well, of course, you've just now announced that you're going to be releasing another acoustic EP titled Unplugged on August the 14th. Six songs, four complete new ones and two acoustic renditions. Um, The acoustic element has always been one that's really been popular and quite touching with your fan base over the years. And this is something you've actually wanted to, to revisit for quite some time now.
0: Yeah, we've been wanting to, and the fans nonstop. It's always like, how do we get more <laughs> acoustic stuff? We're like, really, man. I thought like you wanted us to bring the heat, <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, we did. Uh, we did our first acoustic uh, EP, the Acoustic Things, and I think that was about five years ago now. And uh, that went over so well, and it, it brings up these more opportunities to do these small, more intimate shows, um, little like broken down uh, sets by State champs. It brings a different energy, totally different energy to us, and it's fun though, and it engages with the fans so much. We wanted to. We knew we wanted to do it again, but we didn't know when. And uh, we thought that this time would actually be a perfect time to do something like that again. So we got in the studio, wrote four brand new songs that we're really excited about, and uh, finally got to put one of them out when we did our anniversary show the other night. The music video is out for our song Crying Out Loud now. And uh, we also released the acoustic rendition of our song Criminal that was on our last album. So now we've got the ball rolling, and it's just such a good feeling to finally have some new music out, especially in a time like this. It's a it's a nice uh, breath of fresh air. It's refreshing, mm. you know.
3: Yeah, uh, it must be for me. It's always been lovely to see that kind of other side to state champs with the acoustic things as well. Because as you said, some fans have been like desperate for s- another race like this since the acoustic things. Is it just kind of cool to be able to showcase that it doesn't you that you can have all these different influences and that you can strip everything back and write songs that maybe wouldn't necessarily. Go on the state champs album,
1: absolutely. I, uh, I I spoke about this, Derek. Who were we talking? I Friend we were talking to, but like, I think that's that. That's like the coolest part about the acoustic record is like we can show you that we can be like delicate or sensitive, but we like there's there's this one song called 10 A.M. and it's actually like really the the, the lyrics are depressing. Hi, baby. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm invasion. But uh, but like it feels really fun and it, and it feels like kind of like. Like almost summer jammy in a way. It's like, it's like a nice, like driving song.
0: Yeah. Put it that way. Cause these, yeah, these songs, they're not like pop punk songs. Um, I guess yeah. this is the time where we get in a room and we don't think about pop punk. We don't really necessarily even think about what's this, let's write a state champ song. We, we just think, let's write songs that we enjoy, that we think are cool. We take in so much different influences. We listen to country music and we listen to heavy music and we listen to electronic music. So we take all these little elements and we just, made these songs that ended up being our unplugged dp and it 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 turned us into it made us think of ourselves as more like songwriters of any anything else not necessarily like band guys or pop punk dudes or whatever sure enough people listen to these and go oh this is such good pop punk acoustic it's just because i'm singing on it and it's a state champ song so they think about that i guess but like we're just excited to write genuine songs that like Hmm. mean something to us that are uh that we're proud of you know that we don't care if it has like an edge or like an aggression of pop (laughs) punk to it and we just want them to
3: be solid songs yeah it's interesting you say like that's how the process went because for me like i've always seen state champs even though as a band even though you're very proud of your pop punk roots that you're always trying to be creative and get the ball rolling with other things think outside the box and trying to really not just become another generic band in that kind of seeing if that makes sense so it's interesting to see that when, when songwriting for these kind of things, like you're not necessarily thinking if it fits a box or sort of what really it should be.
1: We started getting rid of the box a while ago. I think <laughs> on Living Proof, we were just like, fuck the box. Like we, we have some, some different tracks and some were more well-received than others. And that's fine because like we still give you... Like, the bulk of the record will always be something that, that is a familiar, let's say, product. But we're always going like to push the boundaries on a couple like if we do time machine or breaking ground from around the world and back, like different style songs, because we're not just this like linear person. We're not just like 18 year old pop punk kids anymore. We're not really that angry anymore. You know, like we're, I don't know. It's like, it's hard for us, for people who want that original sound, you're like you're just not gonna get it because that's not who we are anymore.
0: Yeah, and the genre thing is just more and more becoming not a thing anymore. Whether and, and yeah, it's and, like and, obsolete. And it's a great feeling for us to not have to worry about being pigeonholed into being like. That that is pop punk, you know. Uh, like uh, we want, we've always said we'd rather even just get rid of the pop punk genre name attached to us and call ourselves a rock band or a pop rock band uh, because it, it opens a little bit more doors and it mm. leaves it a little bit more broad for us to do the things that we want to do and give us the opportunities that we want. Um, so do we're not you ever worried. Think
1: about, it. about bands that are like mislabeled. Like you think about like like Jimmy World. Mm. Why do people call them pop punk? They're not a pop punk band. No. They are not a pop punk band by any fucking. Stretch the imagination. Completely. Why? Because the middle was played
3: on like Ty really cares video shows. <laughs> I do. Him. I'm with I think, him. Jimmy, I think it's crazy. Uh, Jimmy World, my second favorite band of all time. So I completely agree with you on this. Hats off to you, man. Yeah, it's it, it, it's fucking it's stupid. So like <laughs> everyone's like
1: everyone's just fucking obsessed with like oh man fucking this isn't pop punker this is pop punker. It's like why do you care? Do you like the way it sounds? Yeah. You do, then you like it. Who cares what it's
3: called? Yeah. By the way, what's your first favorite band then? Take uh, Taking Back Sunday.
0: Okay, it's, know, right. just
3: the uh, just the emo vibes. They're ever. hardly a pop punk band, like. yeah, yeah,
0: but but then that's where people will be like, "Are you kidding me? Yeah. That is pop. that is pop punk." Yeah, like, but see, hey. then
3: we've we've talked about this, and we've had them on, and we were saying about the word emo because then I think a lot of people consider them as one of those emo bands with like the used and right. So, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I, yeah, again, you can have so many arguments
0: about what genre is what. Yeah. I mean, people it's just, with the emo thing, people will get way more particular and try to like yeah. flip a yeah. 180 on you and go, well, what about American football? And like all that
2: stuff. What <laughs> about we'll Midwest emo, bro? <laughs> yeah. Oh, incredible. Do you think um, the writing and recording of the uh, the the new acoustic stuff uh, will play a part in the future of State Champs? Do you think the songs you've written for this EP sound like potential future releases as well?
0: I think maybe, I think it kind of just brought in our minds to the fact that like, don't be afraid to whether it's an acoustic EP where, you know, we had a little bit more freedom, but I think that'll open up to the full band stuff where it's like, let's just get in the room and like, and go for it and be excited and, uh, and write stuff that we're stoked on stuff that we wouldn't put out unless we wanted to put on repeat and we wanted to listen to ourselves. But, uh, I think after doing some of this acoustic stuff, we're excited to now like bring the energy a little bit more and kind of get back in the room and kind of like, be loud and like have some a little bit more uh champsiness to us i guess if you will i think we're excited to bring back our roots a little bit right ty i
1: was gonna say i think that coming off like the high of like like you just said like we are now like viewing ourselves not so much as like a pop punk band but as people who write songs right songwriters and i think we're taking that energy and putting it into oddly enough pop punk songs Uh and we're making like (laughs) we're kind of what we have so far we're kind of being hypocritical now we're reverse engineering (laughs) no because they're because they're still fucking solid songs but they're not built on the same foundation as we have to be this thing they have found their way to because there's also songs that aren't anything like they're not pop punk at all there's some songs that are more alternative and some songs that are more rocky but there's some that are like you know shit that maybe we should have written all along but we were too obsessed with the fucking titles and shit that's what i'm saying we're we're free men
0: <laughs> yeah we're knocking down we boundaries now but um you know i guess we have moods sometimes sometimes we're like hmm. let's just write a nice soft like ballad today and other days we're like let's go and like double time and like hit, bring a circle pit song um so breakdowns guess, everywhere yeah but i guess there's a that's what makes it cool is like Some Mm. days we want to do one thing. Some days we want to do other things and there's no right or wrong way. There's no formula to the way that we write songs. There shouldn't be a formula to the way anybody writes songs. Um, as long as you're happy with it and you're set on, on something and proud of it in the
2: end. Right. Yeah. How do, how, how do you guys write songs? Um, does somebody just come with like a riff or an idea or, or does somebody come with a whole song or. I think how, it can start, how it, can it, it, start
0: from, it can start from either. Yeah. Like a riff, like you said, and stuff gets thrown around in group chats that we have, whether it's voice memos or stuff, or, or when we set aside time also to travel somewhere, and meet up together, we just get in the room and sit with acoustic guitars until we flesh out like maybe an instrumental structure, like a little skeleton of a song that we're proud of. And then I'll kind of sit with it, start putting some lyrics to it, maybe a top line, a chorus idea or something then i'll bring it to to ty or to ryan and they're like my editors because ryan has a degree (laughs) in english and ty is just like has better grammar than me too so they're like this doesn't make sense at all bro (laughs) like let's do like hold on or you need to scrap all of that because this is all a big run-on sentence like stuff like that so it's a cool collaboration to get the lyrics right and the the concept of the song right and we learn a lot about what the song is really gonna mean throughout the process of writing it you know it's never like this is what the song is about and this is what it means from the get-go yeah. it's always like here's what i think a cool idea is and then when we get done with it we're like general concept oh, now it means something totally different <laughs> um mm-hmm. so and that goes along with which is cool yeah go ahead Ty. It's, i
1: mean i've been exploring talk therapy in my off time and it's almost like that like you start with this general idea like i feel x or i feel whatever And then, then you start refining it as you go. And and that's kind of what happens in our songs now is like these like refinements of like, like we're diving deeper into that subject. Like you might feel this way about like, let's say a girl, okay. Like, why do you feel that way? And like we're getting deeper and deeper. and, And that, that, I think that's why we come out with this, this product at the end, that's different than it was at the start because we're, we're diving in more. And I think that's really good because we're we're asking questions throughout the process. We're like, well, what did this person do? Or how did it make me feel like, what are we trying to convey? So I think that it, it actually is therapeutic because it's a lot like therapy. It definitely
0: can be. Yeah. I mean, in some, in some ways with me, like, you know, I don't do a lot of that, like, like the stuff that you're doing talk therapy and stuff. This kind of is my therapy is writing songs <laughs> and finally getting mm-hmm. out any sort of bit of emotion that I have is through the lyrics and stuff and learning about myself, which is good. Hmm. Tyler,
3: what made you um, interested in checking out uh, talk therapy? Um,
1: I'm very aware that I'm not a perfect person. <laughs> I um, I spent a long time living with things that I didn't necessarily want to, like certain anxieties, or okay. uh, I, I get frustrated easily, things like that. So I explored medicine, and I'm currently on some uh ssris and it is it's great i i feel better and then my my doctor was like hey you should try talk therapy because i have certain like triggers or you know whatever uh pretty much everyone has like something that they need to talk about so i i see this person over i actually have an appointment in 45 minutes so gotta wrap this up soon, boys. <laughs> uh, shut but, the fuck up boys i gotta go <laughs> but at first I was like pretty scared to do it, but I, I wound up just really enjoying it because it's just nice to, you know, firstly, feel validated that, that you're not crazy. Cause we spend a lot of, a lot of our time convincing ourselves, like, nah, like that's, that's not real, you're making that up, like stop. And then secondly, like figuring out how to, how to deal with those emotions and what to do with them. I think that that's a big thing for me is like, I, I experience all these emotions and I feel them, but what do I do
2: with them? Where do they go? So you got to take actionable steps. Yeah yeah good good yeah it's good to hear that you've taken the steps and yeah you had the bravery to go i think a lot of people don't realize Mm -hmm. that that first step to go and and you know and get involved is uh is such a massive step yeah it takes a lot the sooner yeah sooner it's done the better as well i think yeah it's it's a huge
1: step and it's like it's one that's so scary for everyone to take and, and you like you think about it too much like this is all based in overthinking that's like the core of like anxiety uh well, now that I go, I like. I'm mad I didn't go sooner, and I'm like recommending it to everyone
0: I talk to. I'm like, you should, you should try therapy, man. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> try this shit, dude. But that's good though. You should preach that. You know, I would have never thought of that, but it makes me think about it. It's like, damn. Like Ty's doing great. Feels really good. Looks great. Like, I guess everybody needs good, this shit, dude. dude.
1: Yeah, it's 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 a healthy thing. I mean, it's self care, just like anything else. I think uh, we preach a lot of self care stuff, but I mean, I also felt hypocritical in that regard, like we preach self-care, we tell our fans to take care of themselves, you know, like we support them in their in in hard moments and and things like that. But we don't really like do any of that ourselves, you know? So I I felt, at least for myself, I felt pretty hypocritical. So I felt like it was time to take control of my shit and I'm glad that I did. And I, and anyone listening, like just straight up, just do it. Like, I, I can't really say anything else. Just, go book a session i do it online i do it over fucking like a camera doctorondemand.com. I'm like let's go get in there awesome sort yes. your shit out stop fucking projecting your shit on other people <laughs> don't be a dick
3: again great advice great advice yes um awesome got you guys <laughs> um yeah so we won't, we won't keep you too long now but one couple of quick things i did want to mention is um you said about crying out loud uh, being released now has had some great reviews and stuff, and people just reacting to it very emotionally. Um, but I did see one comment that you shared online, and I've got to mention it because I, <laughs> I love random things like this. Is the fact that someone actually compared this song, um, saying that it sounds like chicken nuggets taste
0: <laughs> incredible? I that was so
3: funny, man! It got put in As, a group chat of ours. <laughs> that's brilliant. I mean, out of everything, is that is. I mean I of course you don't pay too much attention to comments and mentions and everything like that. But when you do see something as creative as that, is it
0: a nice little like, oh well, we all like chicken nuggets, so the song's gotta be pretty good. I'm not really one to kinda go through uh, like comments like that and mm. like cause I don't like I mean that that stuff can easily get you in your head or put you down. Um the, and I realized I posted that. I posted like the YouTube comment uh, above under the video. And I realized, Oh, that probably makes people think that I, that I like go str- like skimming through all the comments. It just got put in our group chat. So I wanted to share it because I think that's funny. And, and that's one thing that I think anybody can hope for is you have someone say that your song sounds like how a chicken nugget tastes. Cause everybody I'm loves, everybody loves fucking like... chicken nuggets, dude. I'm
2: thinking about a 10 piece with some barbecue sauce, man. Oh, um. So well so the thing is dream. that that's just absolutely genius advertising for the future because <laughs> now because I am got a clue. What does that cut like? I I had to mime to eat a chicken nugget to remember what a chicken nugget was like to see how a song would be. Right? There's nothing now that makes me want to go and check that song out more than the fact that it apparently sounds like a chicken. What does that mean?
0: Well, you know, <laughs> it's genius. You know how you see a trailer of a movie, and mm, during yeah. it, you've got all the five star publications and their ratings, and they've got this is an emotional roller coaster masterpiece yeah. and blah blah. You can only wish that someone would give it to you straight and put sounds like how a chicken nugget tastes X person boom
2: and that's the only one you need <laughs> you should have that on the artwork of the single yeah you should have, you should that, have ch- yeah. sounds like a chicken nugget tastes
1: <laughs> yeah. I think that I think that'll feed into some bad behavior fans will start commenting fucking crazy yeah, shit they'll,
0: they'll start yeah. to get a little too creative with those but that's true that was that was one that stuck out to me i had to share it with the world
2: <laughs> oh that's genius that's that might be the best review of any song i've ever heard ever So good and with,
3: with all that of course uh, you've been pretty creative in lockdown already with the 20th anniversary and getting everything ready for that but have you all been working on new music individually
0: as well for the next state champs release when all this is over Yeah, we definitely have. That's the next thing for us is uh, finding the right time when it's okay to all get together and get in the studio. But in the meantime, since we all live in different parts of the U.S., um we've been nonstop, like sketching out ideas skeletons of songs one-liners and voice memos are being thrown around because it's time to think about our our next album lp4 and uh, i think we're going to finally be able to get in the studio and start cracking at it um next month in july so uh that's it's time for a new era and a new uh chapter of champs so we're really excited about it
2: Nice, nice nice Is every song going to be a different item from the McDonald's menu? <laughs> or... I hope
0: so, dude. <laughs> are they all going to be nuggets? different dipping <laughs> This one is the Big Mac song. <laughs> this one's yeah, a little no. bit more freaky. It's like the fish fillet song.
2: <laughs> if you go, it's the ch- it's the chunky double go, go 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 go! Oh my!
0: Yeah, boy. dude. But I mean, actually, there is some meaning to that because we've been working with a lo- with like we've been uh, talking to a lot of other people, like working with a talking to other producers and we're not afraid to mix it up now that in our, with our last album, we kind of split it up between different studios, different producers. We're not afraid to do that again, this time around work with other people, write with other people, see what different kinds of ourselves and what kinds of champ songs can, we can get out of it. And we're going to write and record as many songs as we can, and then uh, pick the ones that we like for the album at the end. Um, That's what we felt like was good about our last album is we ended up with like 18, 19 songs and then had to refine it down to the 12 that ended up being the album. And I think the more, the more swings you take at it, the only better your album's going to get. So, I mean, we're, like I said, we're not afraid to do that again.
2: Have you already got producers in mind? We've got a few. I don't know when we can talk about it, though.
3: Oh, <laughs> oh that's yeah, fair. I have no idea. We'll ask we'll ask we lost Gabe Lee. We lost Gabe great. You almost got us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but is there anything? Is there anything people can expect still to come with the 10th year anniversary? Any like little extra celebrations planned out along the way or anything?
0: Yeah, we've got a, we've got so much old like cool footage that we were filming like behind the scenes on tour and stuff and like oh, a lot of extra content that we didn't get to put out because the our ten year anniversary show ended up being what like two and a half hours, Ty. So we've got a It'd lot more so shit long. to put up. Yeah, we everyone can expect more like more like old studio footage, old tour footage and stuff like. Um, And we're just gonna try and keep up with content because i think it right now is the most important time to be engaging with fans and making everyone remember that you're still an existing band (laughs) that music still exists so uh we're gonna do our we've been doing our best to like uh kind of just talk and and reply to stuff and uh we've got this thing now where our fans can text us directly like we have a phone number that's direct to the band now
3: yeah i did i did see
0: that how was that gone it's overwhelming, <laughs> um, but it's really, really fun. You know, like normally, yeah. you know, uh, people get like stuck on the on Twitter and Instagram, like mm. j- with like I hope you reply to this and blah blah blah. And there's so much of that, um, and it works good in our case too as a band, like trying to blast out email spam emails or whatever that you you normally do. And people don't ever give a fuck about a spam email, but what they do give a fuck about is a text straight to your phone that you always look at. So, um, it's become a cool way to like, uh, let people know that there's cool bonus stuff coming out or or new music, new tours, new merch and stuff. And we can just like send funny selfies or videos and like talk one-on-one with fans. It's a
2: cool thing. Awesome. Yeah. It's real cool. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, uh,
3: thanks, guys. Thanks for taking the time to have a catch up. It's been lovely speaking to you again. Absolutely. Really excited for this, uh, the unplugged EP to come out now. And yeah, see what's uh, still left in store for the tenth year anniversary. We'll see what's happening.
2: Oh, 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 lovely. See what's happening. (laughs) Full (laughs) circle. Yes. Yeah, baby. Yes. (laughs) And that's why we love state champs. Thank you so much, boys, for doing this. And um, hopefully. Hopefully we'll get to do one of these in the flesh next time you're over. Oh, yes. yes. So, uh, yeah. yes.
0: We'll be back yeah, soon enough. Soon enough.
2: <laughs> Thanks guys. Awesome. Thank you very much. Cheers. Thank you. Later.
1: You're listening
3: to podcast. Yes.
2: No, no, i joking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> also. Yes. <laughs> also. yes <laughs> also. Um, yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. To have Derek and Tyler on the, on the podcast again. Um, Absolutely lovely boys. I don't know why, but every time I we go to do a podcast with someone you we've previously done one before with, who I didn't know, hmm. I expect them to forget them. <laughs> uh, I, I expect them to forget us. Or yeah. as soon as we come on the camera, them go, Oh, no, these pricks. But... We had the complete opposite with these guys and um, they seemed genuinely excited to talk to us and we had a great laugh. So thank you again to Derek and Tyler from State Champs. Thank you to State Champs for the music and thank you to Hayley Connolly for sorting it out. Yes, the PR Princess. We love you
3: very, very much. Thanks Hayley for uh, always sticking with us. But no, as you said, it's great to catch up again with them. We mentioned they featured on our Download Festival 2019 episode. Go back and listen to that if you haven't. Um, and we had a great chat. We hicked her off with them and they absolutely were ready this time around with their satinings and everything as well. So yeah, very excited now about this acoustic EP titled Unplugged, coming out on August the 14th. There's also pre-orders available on the website, so go and check that out. And yeah, Love State Champs, it's a band I've listened to for many years, got some great memories of going to the gigs and stuff and meeting friends and having a giant laugh. So lovely, lovely
2: stuff all around. Yes, lovely boys. Uh we've said lovely too much I've noticed though. We have. Um,
3: but they are. Well, uh, I could say supercalifragilisticexpialidocious if that's No.
2: You, know. ha, ha, you can't, talk, can you? Do it again but slower.
3: Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious even though the sound of it is
2: <laughs> simply <laughs> it's atrocious nope. i know somebody now in the patreon group right <laughs> listen back listen back to that right and phonetically spell out what he just said because it's not supercalifragilisticexpialidocious what did i say then oh i don't know you're to have to listen back <laughs> um well you were way off i, I love
3: know. it um but see so i like, bit of a left turn here but uh, for people who are not aware i'm a um big fan of the Manchester United Football Club recent well not recently um, but over the last couple of years we had a player called we I don't have anything to do with the team just you've never him. played
2: for him no, you've no. never bought a player for him <laughs> you've never been involved with financial decisions I of have the a club season stop, ticket. stop I have a
3: season saying ticket. we I have a season ticket so that's, that's it but anyway there was a player called Marowan Fellaini so he did used to sing super califraged ballistic Marouane Fellaini
2: Oh, um, so that's how you fucked it up. Maybe I what don't you, but know. What?
3: Supercalifragilistic yeah, That's what It's
2: supercalifragilisticexpialidocious.
3: Even though the sound of it is simply quite what? a no, tr- no, no, no.
2: <laughs> Yeah. Don't just do the. F- <laughs> don't finish the line. Say the word correctly.
3: Well, I don't see a difference between what I said and what you said, John. So.
2: Well, there is. There's a massive <laughs> difference. Oh, no doubt. This is an opinion, right? I saw somebody post earlier going, "Oh, I'd rather things weren't fact checked, and I could make my opinion up if it was a fact. I can make my own mind up as a fact." I was like, "That's not how facts work." Okay, no, right? I
3: agree with that. That's not how facts work, and you should fact check everything. But
2: you think you said the exact same thing I did? Uh, Bullshit. Uh, okay. Bullshit. Wow. Well bullshit the listeners you know can what? decide and
3: tell you do you know what they can let us know at Pod on twitter and instagram if i said that r- words correct or messed it up completely
2: i don't know what happened then i felt like you might have had a stroke mid sentence <laughs> i don't know what's going on um yeah we're gonna have whatever morgan said maybe on a t-shirt so when we work out what he said and how it might be spelled. <laughs> We might have a new merch design. But saying that, I've been saying merch design for months and we still haven't fucking done anything. So Yeah,
3: but um, um, would that t-shirt include me dressed as Mary Poppins on a, on the shirt?
2: Well, it wasn't going to, but now it definitely will. <laughs> I'm going to superimpose you ahead on uh, Mary Poppins' noggin. And then, yeah, put you on the front of a t-shirt with an umbrella up in the air Ooh. with super camping ninja-tastic or whatever you said. I can't... I have no idea what <laughs> That's you said, but. So. Um, but
3: we should actually get some new merch out. Um, I, I hear I hear people like merchandise, so yeah, again, they do. Sapling pods yeah, on Twitter, and Instagram. Let us know if you want some more Sapling merch. We did a T-shirt yeah. when it started, and
2: then we haven't done anything since. No, no, we did have that massive in dispute with Big Cartel as well didn't we so that's enough to put you off uh, ever wanting to do merch ever again Um, but yeah check it out go to Pod on Twitter and Instagram send us t-shirt design ideas Um, ideas don't send us well you can send us designs if you want this sounds like I'm trying to ask for free design (laughs) but I mean design ideas anything we've said that you think that could be funny I'd love to do you're like me you are but I'm like that from uh, the episode we did with Moose but That is his intellectual property, even though he doesn't remember ever saying it.
3: Yeah, that's a weird one. Um, Yeah, collaboration? Kill the lights? I don't know. I don't know. We'll we'll think of something. But yes, let us know. Um, But before you do, uh, I want to know how you were doing, Sean, because um, people will obviously be aware that the place you live... Which is Merthyr Tydfil in South Wales, um, UK, has uh, had a new outbreak of the
2: old uh, pandemic virus. So yes, COVID nineteen is throbbing in Merthyr Tydfil. Apparently, Ooh. Um yeah, this week apparently we had ninety seven new cases, um, and they've all seemed to have been at the meat factory. So I think now more than ever we should look into probably trying to go vegan, <laughs> because all the big outbreaks in Wales lately have been in meat factories. Oh. So that's weird and horrible. But yeah, I might be locked in Murtha forever. They might lock down just Murtha, which they should have done <laughs> about 1976, I think. But we have been allowed out. So um, if you've ever seen the blackout and been massively disappointed by the blackout, or Raiders, or anything I've been involved with, please blame uh, the government for not locking Murtha down earlier. But yeah, as you said, I might be trapped here now. Till either we're all dead or it goes away somehow.
3: Hopefully it does,
2: because, you know, I'm getting fed
3: up with this virus now. Yeah. So when, if you listen to this, work on finding a vaccine or a cure.
2: Yeah, I tell you what. <laughs> oh, guys, instead of wasting your time listening <laughs> listening to other people's podcasts, listen to this one, because it's the most inf- yeah, most obviously. informant one and the best one, obviously. We don't just talk bollocks and waffle on for ages and say words wrong, right? Um stop wasting your time listening to other people's podcasts and sort out the cure ASAP like yeah. surely surely we've got one of our listeners is clever enough to come up with a cure of this so yeah. sort it out I need to get out of Merthyr in the next fortnight or at second
3: best convince Robert Smith from the cure to be a guest on the podcast
2: yeah I'll take either cure really yeah Um yeah so, pretty much. Yeah, get that sorted. Of, if anybody's belonging to Robert Smith, I'm not, despite my name. Um, give him a shout. Let him know we'd like, like him to come on the podcast. Um, that would be excellent.
3: It would, it would. And also speaking of excellent things, if you've enjoyed this episode, then please make sure you are subscribing wherever you're listening to your podcast, Spotify, Apple, Acast, wherever. Click that subscribe button. Give us a rate, a like where possible as well. or all helps and share it with all your fantastic friends. Put in your Instagram stories, tweet about it. It helps, it helps a lot. And we
2: would love you very, 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 very much very much yes uh, and while sharing our stuff on socials use the hashtag uh, let the music play as well this week um, so the government can see that we're all really really want to do gigs again
3: yes when it's safe too and uh, while're checking things out of course we would appreciate you heading over to our patreon page patreon.com forward slash sapnin as I mentioned earlier we've built a lovely community we get we're really shocked each and every week of how wonderful it is the people in there are some of our favorite humans as ever and we'd love you to come and see what it's all about
2: yes so uh yeah here's where we normally um thank the elite members of our patreon Mm -hmm. um the upper tiers of our patreon because they get a mention on the podcast um if you are not a patreon Um, You won't understand this, but last week in the group, somebody posted a meme that said change all the vowels in your name to Oodle, Mm -hmm. right? Mm. So mine would be Soodle oodle, right? (laughs) That's Sean, right? So imagine how annoying that is. That's just one name, right? So if you're not part of the Patreon group, um, you might want to turn off now. Because I'm gonna to have to name loads of bloody names, and they've changed all of the vowels to oodle. After I specifically said I wasn't going to fucking do this, so bastards, here we go. As always, thank you very, very much to these people. <laughs> I love you. I genuinely do love you. But this is gonna f- drive me mental, and I hate this. Okay, thank you very much to Dana Laznava, Mayumi Liwawi, Ka. Oodle, woodle, oodle, oodler, Mitch Perry, oodle me, choodle, voodlers, Emma Barber, oodle, noodle, oodle, Coodle, stoodle, done. Oh for fuck! Amadee Urbano, thank you. Julius Caesar Styles, thank you. Nathan Croshaw, thank you. Koodle Ellie, oodle, oodle, and then another one, Doodle, Lelly, Groodle, Moodle, Woodle, Oodled. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, I ate this mug. Oh, I've turned off by now, definitely. <coughs> Mo Dick's Eyebrows, Know What You Did in the Dark. Michael Engler, Liam Connolly, Kelly Owen, Paul Irshfield, Tom Owen, Doug Sir Swish Rima. Nice. That's a basketball reference. Kate Patak Scoodle at, Doodle Noodles. Scott Jones. Simon Amos. Oh, here we go. Oliver Amesbury's changed his name to Oodle Loodle Voodler Loodle E Doodley Moodle Boodlesler Boodlery. Fucking the Doodle noodle moodle stoodle <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe Where you what oh my god alive. <laughs> this is karma coming. I must have done something awful, I've blocked out man come on Sean have. you can get through this I believe in you C- alright then cool um, Kate Stevenson Lucy Deans Martina McManus John and Emma Erin Awa Coodley Lelly Moodle Fucking Kelly Tyra Kieran Lewis Louis Cook thanks again to Louis Cook Marcy Jacobson Mike Cunningham Sarah Stewart Jamie O'Amy He's changed his name to congratulations to Amy Thomas and Jamie who yes. have recently had a baby and a part of the Patreon group well not congratulations for being part of the Patreon group but congratulations on the baby you've made unbelievable good work both of you thank you very much to Sandra Kouacheck. Um Sean can't wait to rub backs with strangers in records record store it makes his tummy feel fizzy James McNaught Livy Cropper Soodle Rudel, Joodle Moodles and in bracket she's written sorry Sean that's because Sarah was the um, original meme poster the bitch Kelly Emma Cannon Amy O'Jamie see what they've done ah. Ah, clever congratulations again Tallulah Grant Samuel Griffith, Stuart McNaught Lydia Henderson Jenny Robertson Tony Michael Newell Clark's it's not spelled correctly Jordan Burchard Becky Andy Shanye West Keris Andrews, and last but not least, the mighty Sharif Awadali. Thank you very much to all of those people. Also, a big fuck you to all of them. <laughs> Changed oodle <laughs> into the vowels.
3: Ah! I just—how did they imagine that would sound? Because I—that's I, I,
2: something. Well, They—they they probably saw their own names because yeah. your own names look silly, don't they? Yeah. But then when you have a when you have a plonker who's got to read them <laughs> all out. Right? Who sounds like he's constantly got a mouthful of soup anyway. It's going to be a mess. Yeah. So I'm sorry for that. But also, please don't do that again.
3: Yes. But thank you very much to everyone involved in our wonderful community and our Patreon. Anyway, if you're still listening, head over to patreon.com forward slash And again, a massive thank you to everyone in the description of this episode as well, because there's loads of other names for the Patreon that we'd like to thank in there. So go and give that a read. Um, Sean, is there anything else you would like to mention while we have this platform
2: now? Um, just be nice to each other, be kind. Yeah, let's let's just keep trying to progress till everyone's cool and everyone's having a good time. Because I am sick of seeing people not having a good time.
3: Same here, same here. But speaking of good times, we've got something a little bit secret coming up over on our social media pages in the next couple of weeks as well about an announcement about some of the work we've been
2: very busy doing. So See, see, but what you've done there is, you've waited until we've weeded out all of the listeners with the names, and then then you've written that. You you should have might you should have like did that this is how secret this and...
3: is how secret it is Sean that's how secret
2: it is it's, it's that yeah, it's so here the, now the four people who were left listening on it's the Patreon yeah and now like "Ooh." <laughs> but yeah thanks again to everyone thanks for listening to this please rate, share, subscribe tell a friend um, tell an enemy um and yeah, we appreciate you very, very much. And we will see you next Friday. Yes, thanks again to State Champs. Thanks for everyone. Thanks for being
3: super tidy, super awesome, fragileist, but guess be oh, For fuck's
2: sake.
3: SOPNE There,
2: we talk some shit, didn't we? You're listening to Savlin' Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't, I don't know what else to do with podcasts. Um, Thank you very much.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.